0: Hello everyone, welcome to Spyrocast. And we have Dr. Kumar Vishanathan with us today and he's the HR head of Mindtree. With over 20 years of experience in HR with SaaS companies, Kumar is a recipient of an honorary doctorate for people management. He's currently spearheading artificial intelligence initiatives like chatbot with machine learning capabilities and robotic process automation or RPA for some of the key internal processes. He has also pioneered and rolled out an enterprise-wide multifunctional chatbot for Mindtree for their global workforce, which was a first of its kind in the world. And he is here with us today to share his perspective on a crisis is a terrible thing to waste as an HR head. Welcome to the show, Kumar. We're so happy that you agreed to be a part of this. I'm super excited for the same. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. Thanks for giving me this opportunity, Jacob all right so without any further ado let's begin with our session it's completely over to you kumar
1: thank you jacku when i think of crisis first thing that comes to my mind is what a lovely opportunity for us to make a change let me give a disclaimer at the beginning i'm not here to say that crisis is something that all of us are going to love and looking forward to i understand the pain a lot of us go through I don't want to be insensitive to people who really suffer. There are people who are going through some unprecedented times, some of them really suffering and few fortunate. Some of people like us are a lot more fortunate than those who are really suffering, suffering in terms of multiple ways. Sometimes it could be money. Sometimes it could be jobs. Sometimes it could be health related. Sometimes it could be the very survival. But beyond all this, if I have to look at crisis, I've always believed it's a great opportunity for us to reinvent, reimagine, and to restart something really new and exciting. There are enough examples, both in personal life as well as in the way how companies and businesses run have used crisis to be an innovation hub and come up something very strong. There are enough examples to quote Let me share with you. I'm going to give you a few experiences, some of the things that I've observed. I'm also a big sports fan, so I'll give one or two sports examples. If you look at cricket, I'm sure all of you, most of you, might be following the game. And of course, in India, uh, it's almost like a religion. Way back in 2007, when India cricket team returned back from West Indies, beaten, badly bruised, After a disastrous release in West Indies, except for one batsman, I think it was Rahul Dravid, most of the batsmen failed. And back home, many of the top cricketers at that point in time, including Sachin Tenelukar, Rahul Dravid, Ganguly, wanted to take rest. And we didn't know what to do. The the board was in real turmoil. Indian fans were really frustrated. We were not sure. Where as a country, as a team, we were heading. And that is when the T20 World Cup was also announced. We were not sure whether we will have a right leader. And then emerged, at that point in time, MS Dhoni. And we all know what he did. With a very young team, absolutely inexperienced, we were able to turn things around and bring home the cup nobody would have thought at that point in time the crisis that the country was facing i'm talking from a cricketing fraternity perspective that india will end up of all countries india will end up winning t20 world cup that's that's the best example that i can think of as a a collective team effort a lot of things a lot of lessons can be learned for an individual as well as for the company from that experience let me give you another example Uh, of an individual sport. I'm a big fan of Roger Federer. I'm sure many of you know, the typical career span of a tennis professional used to be in the region of 30 to 32 years, 33 years. They reached their peak before that or probably come to end of their career around 32, 33, 34. If you look at the history of the sport. In 2016, when Roger Federer who had not won a major Grand Slam for almost close to five years because the last Grand Slam that he won was in the year 2012 till 2016 for almost little over four and a half years he had not won a single Grand Slam and he was 34 a lot of people had written him off and then to make things worse he had a major knee surgery knee surgery at the age of 34 is as good as curtains for a tennis professional. He took a six months layoff, had a deep review, did a lot of soul searching, spoke to a lot of people, and then emerged triumphant after that layoff. And you know what he did in 2017, at the age of 35, he won two grand slams and had one of the best years in 2017. I'm sure all of you know that after that crisis, he managed to win three more Grand Slams and he's still playing. And you never know how much he's gonna end up winning when he removes his boot. So these are some examples that gives us some very significant lessons. Career can be made or broken during a crisis like this. I always believe pain is inevitable but suffering is optional all of us will go through some kind of a setbacks problems issues at some point in time or at any point in most of our, at some point in time but again it's up to us on how we can bounce back one of the key things for me for success is our ability to bounce back and carry gives you that crisis gives you that opportunity from these two examples there are a lot of Personal lessons that we can take some of the things that we can apply even at work for our companies that we work for whether we are an entrepreneur or working as an employee for any company. One of the best lessons that I've learned from these examples is the ability to bounce back quickly. These are things that is very difficult to teach in an MBA college. These are things that we learned. These are life skills that we have to learn. Many of these things are actually learned by observations. Some are born with it. Some can be acquired. Another important thing that I would emphasize in the way we handle crisis is let's never lose sight of the purpose. The very reason why we exist, the very reason why we work, the very reason why we do certain things. A lot of us know what we do. Most of us know how we go about doing it, but very few of us know why we do it. Why is all about the purpose. The very reason why we exist and the very reason why we really accomplish why, what we really want to achieve. If you are clear about our why, then it's very easy and it's definitely possible to overcome all the fear. And that is what we call courage. Courage is nothing but the purpose overcoming fear. When that is possible, the world gives you immense opportunities to bounce back and then go beyond what you thought you can actually achieve. So to summarize, I would always insist on the ability to bounce back quickly and never lose sight of the purpose. With these two, we can counter any kind of pandemic in our life. I'll give you another example. It's not an example. This is something that I observed something very, very interesting statistic. We all know that Forbes releases top 500 companies every year. Something remarkable in the year 2009 was more than 50% of those top 500 companies that were listed by Forbes, were companies that were founded during a crisis. That's an excellent example for us to reflect and to see how success can be brought out because of a crisis. And that is the reason why I always tell all my people that crisis is something that we should not miss. We should do something about it and we will reemerge much more stronger than we always thought possible. There are one or two very important traits that are important for companies, for individuals to be successful, particularly when we are at a time when we have to necessarily confront a situation like what we're currently going through we need to have a problem-solving mindset. A problem-solving mindset is something that is always curious. And that is the key to innovation. There is no point in going to a off-site conference or to a luxury hotel to lock ourselves into a conference room, get into the best resort with the best trainer possible and expecting some phenomenal innovative ideas for us to Reimagine and become a bigger company. I think if we simply follow the basic fundamental needs to survive, including problem solving mindset as part of our daily routine, we will continue to always come up with a lot of better, strong, innovative ideas. And that will help us reach our purpose and the objectives that we have set for ourselves, and sometimes even exceed what we actually wanted to achieve. These are things that I have learned in my personal life based on the crisis that I have gone through, both personal as well as professional crisis that I have gone through. And of course, based on some of the things that I have seen and observed. Let me open the floor for any questions or if there's anything specific that you want me to address
0: that's great uh Mr. Kumar. so uh, i had a small question from my experience from my previous experience with uh saas sales i was primarily into sales so um uh, during a crisis like this very much uh, we all know that since the complete world is under the same crisis uh, when we just reach out to someone for just i mean walking them through the product or just discussion uh, discussion about the product or introducing ourselves to them uh, we are more more likely just kind of just, I mean, set a bit backward, uh, thinking would this be the right time to discuss? Because most likely everybody, everybody is in the same situation and we don't know how to just approach these situations. So, did you suggest uh, for us to just set back apart and uh, just focus on developing a product when, uh, when it comes to a sale point or still try to just understand uh, the challenges, what they're fake, uh, facing today and addressing them? uh without focusing more on the sales side of it i think the
1: key is uh, you need to understand why you have established a company in the first place what is it that you really want to achieve Uh, look at apple for example Uh, steve jobs had the audacity to make that statement that he wanted to make a dent in the universe so he wanted to make sure that uh, there is a company that exists just to challenge the status quo so that's a very high level, very strong, deeper statement. And if that is something that everyone understands, believes, then the rest is history. It's just a matter of aligning everybody to that particular massive, wilder statement. And then figure out what kind of services, what kind of products are gonna help you complement that particular audacious statement. And that defines who are the customer that you want to serve and what kind of products you want to develop. And that's exactly what we've been seeing in the last maybe 30, 35 plus years in spite of going through all tumultuous period. And they still make sense. So in my mind, I think it all starts with why we really want to do what we want to do. That will define the kind of services, the kind of products. And then comes the how part, which is a lot more simpler and easier
0: so uh, for such a situation when we uh, most of those companies do not even know that how long this is going to exist and how exactly they can just thrive out of the situation uh, uh, most of them would have a question on what is going to happen on the revenue side of the company or how exactly we can just take things apart or how exactly we can just help things apart so do you have any piece of an advice for uh, most of those companies out there who is having such kind of a thought process
1: See, obviously these are tough times. Uh, This is a time when uh, your regular customers are not giving you the business what you want. There's also a time when many of the pipelines what you had uh, may not uh, become a reality. Uh, There's also a time, a lot of things are a little uncertain. Obviously, uh, the the expectation and uh, the projections, whatever uh, that you had could be challenged, but that doesn't mean that you cannot exist and you cannot thrive. There's also a time for you to, like I was mentioning before, to think through and figure out, come up with some uh, interesting products that really make sense at this point in time. Let me give the best example. We all know the textile industry, what they're going through. They're not getting the business. The inventory is piling up. But many of the textile companies that uh, I've been talking to, have started uh, creating masks. And that is a new business. And this is something that's going to sustain for some time. And that's how they are able to quickly adapt and still make some sales and uh, continue to survive. Make use of uh, some of the raw materials, people, machinery, to, to, to still be relevant and uh, make sense to the current uh, period, what we are currently going through. I'm not saying that uh, everybody has to do that. That's one way of handling the current crisis. Another way, obviously, a lot of people will and continue, and they are already doing is uh, to see how they can bring down costs, remove some of the unnecessary stuff that you that you already had planned. Uh, so that could be some salary cuts, possibly. That could be uh, some investments that you may have wanted to make will probably get deferred. So there will be uh, some level of uh, cost optimization that everybody will be going through, and that is only natural in a situation like this. But at the same time, the ones that has a long term vision. Uh, Will definitely continue to invest in people because, at the end of the day, nothing can be accomplished without people's involvement and engagement. And they are the ones who want to make a difference in the market. So, it's a question of what kind of company that you're working and how deep is your pocket.
0: All right, sir. So, that was truly an amazing session, Kumar. So, I'm sure that our audience too appreciates the insights and thoughts you just shared with us. So, let me summarize a couple of the points uh, which can be our takeaways from the session today. First one would be, a crisis can also be an opportunity to change. Second one would be, you get to reimagine, reinvent, re-emerge, and pave ways for innovation. Third one would be, crisis pushes you to bring out your best version. Then, our ability to bounce back is a key to success. Fifth one would be, being solution-driven leads you to better innovations. Once again, thanks for your time and thanks for sharing your thoughts, Kumar. And we shall see you again in the next Sparrowcast. Thank you,
1: it's my pleasure. Thanks for giving me this opportunity. It's always nice to talk to people like you and to the community that you're serving. I look forward to more such interactions in future. Thank you very much.